Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Dinosaur. Moonwalk. Pressure washer. Floppy pilot. Welcome to Is We Dumb Dummies. I'm Dan Cummins. I'm Joe Paisley. And what an episode are we on, dude? Are we? Is it? It's somewhere. It's thirty-ish. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Oh, that's that's thirty-ish. <laughs> it's thirty-ish. You're fucking right. It's it's I, close. I was like, <laughs> come on. I mean, the ish. It is thirty-ish. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Strong, heavy-ish. It is heavy-ish. Twenty-eight. Um, and man. did we just solve the the name for the? Yeah. Are, are, are we settled? Maybe? I mean, I, I like know. it. No, I, I like it too. Okay, I like how it relates to another one. Where it's goofy, we know that. Yeah, but we were thinking Stoopy. Stoopy. It's kind of cute. It's cute. Ah, Stoopy. Yay, Stoopy. Dead skeleton head. <laughs> we 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 brought up naming this guy mm-hmm. uh, about twenty episodes ago. And then we forgot. <laughs> we forgot because we're dumb. We I, we were just like, oh yeah, oh fuck yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Um, that's so, supposed to do. Yeah, thank you for everyone for for sending that in. We'll go with we'll go Stoopy. That's better than on Scared to Death. Uh, before we ever launched that show, like months before, mm-hmm. when we had the logo done, it was a big thing with Lindsay to like let's get the little heads, the doll heads named. <sighs> and we had a whole talk, definitely gonna get them named. We'll get it going, and then the show started. Like, oh no, we'll do it soon. And it's been I don't know, uh, <laughs> 14, 15 months. <laughs> Longer since the show started coming out, and I'm just—I we never did do it. Whoops, whoops. <laughs> I mean, if the thought that counts, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the goal, as always, we will try to be less stupid when the episode is over, and we do that by looking at examples of stupid. Yes, which is—it's a learning experience for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Got our Facebook and Instagram accounts, which is growing. Thank you for everyone for you know for following us on there because yeah, it does really it does help a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. I know it seems like not much. But yeah. the bigger like, the bigger the following, the more the you know the Facebooks and the Instagram controllers will throw us in other feeds. So yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you and, good, us, and good for you guys for meeting new friends, you know, having fun with other people with right? a similar sense of humor. Yep. Uh, and that's Is We Dumb on Facebook and Instagram. And if you uh, want to dive into the community that's ever growing, ever expanding, we have that private Facebook group, Is We Dummies. Send us the segment content at dumb at iswedumb.com. If you have a question, I don't care. I was going to say there's no such thing as a stupid question. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but whatever. And I forgot to thank Anthony last week. Okay. I think. I, I don't think I thanked him. I recognize that he did. I named him. But thank you, uh, Anthony Sciano, for the oh, uh, yeah. for the Yelp app one-star you know, yeah. hero situation we had. It was very fun. That's fun. And I have no idea, uh, not even the slightest clue, what today's one-star hero is. So I'm excited to get there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so any questions, info at iswedumb.com. Uh, the videos and things we want you to see. Make sure that you see them, and we'll put those links in the episode description. Go buy some merch, badmagicmerch.com. And if you have any complaints uh, to Logan, continue to tell him to suck your dick. 
because he, he loves good. it. He does. He loves it. I, I mean, you can't get enough. It's, you can't get enough of sucking your dick. <laughs> Store at badmagicproductions.com. Okay, we're doing another Who the What Fuck today. Okay. Just looking at some bizarre ass shit. But before we do that, yeah. juice has got to flow. That's right. We got to get warmed up. We got to get, get going. <laughs> we got to get going. Let's do it. The very super most important starting question. The visual for this one is so funny to me. Okay. Would you rather have to full-blown sprint everywhere you go <laughs> or have to moonwalk everywhere you go? That's really funny. It's <laughs> so funny. Full-blown full blown sprint <laughs> or moonwalk. And that's, okay, God. everywhere. I everywhere this, you go. I brought this up to the, uh, the Duchess of Dummies, Erin, mm-hmm. my wife, um, and she was like, oh, easy. Uh, or she was like, full-blown sprint. I was like, hmm. You get up from the you're dinner in table. Such good shape. Sure, but you're getting up from the dinner table. Yeah, and you have to go get water, and you just stand up, and just Rah! you have to run as hard as you can to the kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to stop at the sink, right. and fill it up, and you can be back to a normal person. And then on the way back, it just like, run to the, <laughs> back to the dinner table. Everywhere, as hard Full as you can, blown. Mm-hmm. as fast as you can run. Like right up. Yeah, and you invite me to lunch. Right, I'm at my desk. Yeah, and like, okay, you ready to go? Yep. I stand up from my chair. And I just fucking run to your car. Like as fast oh as my I God. can. Just ripping the door open. He just, oh, fuck, just all the way to the truck. And I get in. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like I have to pretend it's normal. You'd have to have a job where you rarely <laughs> had to work around new people. <laughs> because if you had like any kind of customer service, like, like I'm just picturing like, you know, you're just somebody who just works at like the Gap. <laughs> yeah. And someone just walks in and be like, hey, do you have a, do you have this meme in the back? <sighs> uh, yeah, one second. <laughs> And just <laughs> and back, that would be so disconcerting. Just so like, what the fuck is going on? But also, and somebody else picks. I'm sorry, Mark has to sprint as fast as he can everywhere he goes. Always. I mean, even track stars don't run as fast as they can all the time. Right? They still warm up. But at, least, at least you'd fit in in that environment. And but how do you at not- the gym, like trying to get ready in the locker room? Just yeah, yeah as hard as you can after the starting block. <laughs> now, can there be a special asterisk of like, but you don't get to hurt yourself running as fast as you can because it's so easy to hurt yourself. And then, so if you do hurt yourself, then you're hobbling fast. as fast, which is even funnier, and just so sad. Then you're in pain, running so the like, ah! Ah! just like a fucking torn hamstring, like a zombie apocalypse kind of thing, like a really fast zombie. Which I mean, you know, they exist, oh, right? Oh my god. <laughs> But I, I picture like running into a wall, just and like he falls over, right? And then he gets back up and he has to start running again. <laughs> like he doesn't get to assess right. the damage. You can't just walk it off. You have to. Oh my run god! It off. <laughs> you break you break your ankle somewhere out hiking by yourself, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's no one to carry you down. So you just every time you start to move, <laughs> you automatically start trying to run as fast as you can on your fucking broken ankle. Exactly. <laughs> Up the hill as fast as you can, oh. and then down the hill as fast as you can. It's just by the time you get to the emergency, it's mangled. It's just hanging by a, a strap of skin. You're running on your knee now. <laughs> you have, like, oh. Your legs are gone. You just oh, have, God. You just have kneecaps. You, oh. <laughs> Fix me! You're in the waiting room, dude. <laughs> Doctor will see you now. <laughs> you race him through the door. <laughs> Into the which room are you? Which room are you? You're making laps around the little island. <laughs> You'd be, you'd, <laughs> but the moonwalk—that's so funny. The moonwalk is just funny. It's a show-off thing. Like I mean, same situation. Doctor's like, uh, excuse, me, doctor, we'll see you now, and you just get ooh, up. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have to make little. My love. You have to make. I can't do it. I can't do his noises. Yeah. He goes so high. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, I just picture, ah! 
I just, on. I just picture that one being so uh, terrible if, like, an emergency situation. Like, uh, <laughs> like okay, just horrible situation. Mm. Someone, uh, you know, 100 feet away from you. Or no. Okay. <laughs> Armed fucking burglars break into that's your where, house. That's where I was going. Break into your house. You, you, you hear your fucking kid screaming upstairs. And you're like, oh, no, kids, hang on. That's my He's coming. <laughs> coming to get you. How do you get up the stairs? Oh, you gotta figure it out. Somehow moonwalk up the you stairs. You have to have a custom custom home. Every it's just ramps for you. Ramps for you, moonwalker. <laughs> what if you're just like a like a but an amazing ninja? So you had these skills, but you're a sharpshooter. So the guy's like, what the? Like going through your living room, just like shooting shit. <laughs> and you're just, you're perfect. It's kind of like you're really good at fighting, but like in a fight, you have to moonwalk up to him and shit. Keep it in the closet. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just a parking. Like you'd be such a douchebag. Oh I my picture God. you being really good at it. And you're downtown, you have to park, and you're, like, you're trying to just go into the bar. <laughs> you just moonwalk up to the counter. Uh, It'd be so hard to have friends. But, so hard. But make sure it's the same guy full out sprinting into a bar up to the counter. <laughs> just, just, just holy shit! Uh, can we put Bud Light, please? Uh, <laughs> imagine those two guys like going on a hike together. <laughs> One guy as fast as he can, and the other <laughs> just moonwalk down the trail. I picture like a little, it's a little shale cliff though, so the moonwalk is just in the same spot the whole hiking trip. You can't, uh, that damn it. It's like some crazy Fairly Brothers buddy cop movie. <laughs> We're like Moonwalker and Sprinty. <laughs> Detective Sprinty. Detective Sprinty. Sergeant Moonwalk. Moon, to, Mooney and Sprinty. <laughs> trying to solve cases. Uh, just the worst. <laughs> Playing the weirdest good cop, bad cop, and then you're like, good cop, like, fucking moonwalks into the interrogation room. And it's like, oh, you think I was hard on you? Hold on a second. Not my love. Oh. And then, <laughs> ask him questions. Sprinty, cop, uh, Detective Sprinty, he's, he sets up, a, like, a perimeter the fastest anyone's ever set it up. That's his only job. The fastest crime scene perimeter. Because he, he fucks up evidence because he's right. always smashing and stepping on shit. So he's there only to put up the caution tape. And he's the best at it. He's <laughs> just running around all the trees. Just, uh, <laughs> carry a little tape. How scary, Secure, sir. <laughs> how scary is that? If you get pulled over by a traffic cop, he gets out of the squad car and runs to your car as fast as he fucking can. I would think I was going to die. He's going to kill me. Right, right to your window. I'm sorry, sir. I can't. I always have to sprint as fast as I can. Please have your license registration. I'm not trying to kill you. You're kind of scared. And right. like, re- you're looking in the rearview mirror. You see the door open, and then you swatch the door close, and then he just, <laughs> just runs as hard as he can. Just, oh, shit. And then that's the buddy cop movie. He's like, he sprints up to your fucking door, and then you're like, what the fuck? And then as he catches his breath, you're rolling your window down, you look in your other mirror, and there's another cop moonwalking down the fucking road. Perfectly. Perfectly. I'm so sorry. My name is, I'm, 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 I'm Officer Mooney. I'm Officer Sprinty. <laughs> my, my friend Officer Sprinty, he can't help what he does. Ah, oh, that is a really funny visual. I love it. I could, I could talk about it all day in all these different situations, dude. So to make a decision, I think. Oh, man. Um, 
I think I'm having. I'm gonna have to go moonwalk. It, it's both choices are shitty. There's no good choice. I know. I think I have to go moonwalk too. But just having to sprint is so aggressive. <laughs> There's still some stuff you could do, like moonwalking. You're always going backwards. You're gonna run into <sighs> some shit. Even just around so your annoying. house, so frustrating. Like just going like, like to get up from the table in front of your family and go to the bathroom, just, <laughs> just sliding, <laughs> sliding back, disappearing. Right, right, right. You, you walk up to the toilet bathroom, do like a cool spin around so you can pee, and then whoo, just right back out. I just picture where you go. How much that would suck for like really dramatic <laughs> moments. Like some dude like walks in on his wife cheating on him with another guy. <laughs> what the fuck, Susan? And whoo, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> dude, sprinty guy walking into that situation. Dude, they're so scary. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then she's like, this is why I'm leaving you. Why I can't handle the sprinting. It's so, it's so all aggressive. The, all the doors are broken in the house. You can't stop. <laughs> There's no doors allowed. Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, we'll go moonwalk. Uh, that's, a really, that's one of my favorite ones in a long time. Wow. Very funny. Uh, that was it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to a segment that we debuted a couple weeks back, uh, Dumb in the Wild. Perfect. Okay. Dumb in the Wild. Have a look at this little beauty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm, I'm going to talk about something that I saw a couple weeks back uh, up snowboarding. Okay. And... I'll fill people in on maybe who have never done it or it's been a while. Yeah. I just kind of the high the high peak times in the lodge or in the rental situation, right? Mm-hmm. There's these little cabins. Um, there's not a whole lot of room in there. It's not like it's a yep. gigantic vast space, right? And they have cubbies and they have lockers in these different rooms. So yeah. early in the morning, place is fucking packed. Yeah. Lunchtime, the lodge is fucking packed. Yeah. And then the end of the day, go back to the the rental shop where these cubbies are at this ski resort, yeah. and it's absolutely packed again. Yeah, yeah Everyone's yeah. coming in there to return their gear. You know, it's 3.30, the lifts are shutting down, everyone's trying to get out of there. And the um, cubbies are right by the door. Right. right. So, like, it's a huge inconvenience if there's a problem in the cubby situation. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, in this particular situation, very, very much a problem. Yeah. If it, it just jams up all the all the traffic. Okay. Um, so, at the end of a ski day, you are so tired. Like you just want to, you just want to be home. Yeah. Uh, you want to grab your shit. You want to get out of there. Yeah. So we were there, and I have my kids with me. Who you know, we're waiting. And then as I walk in, I realize there is a, a bit of a traffic jam, and I can't really figure out what's going on in the cubbies. I just want to get there and grab like my backpacks and our shoes and stuff, and then you know go back to changing and get out of there. Yeah. And as I approach and I get a little bit closer, I realize there's this guy, mid thirties. Uh, blonde hair, beautiful eyes. I, I don't know. <laughs> he did have blonde hair though. Strong jawline. Yeah, strong jawline. Great ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, uh, man, his jeans so tight on that ass. You know? But not, but not too tight. Not too tight. Perfectly tight. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, you could tell that maybe he had not done this before. Okay. He's just not familiar with the situation. Um, maybe uh, a little more money than he should probably be having he's at a, this he, age. He's a noob. He's a noob to the whole situation. And he decides he's going to walk in, right in front of the cubbies. Take off all of his shit mm-hmm. and drop his skis and poles just right across the entire front of the cubby situation. As if no one else needs no to use this needs, area. And it's full. No one else needs to come in or out of the lodge. Right. There's me and my kids. There's like five other parents. Okay. Uh, some of their kids waiting off to the side and they're all like, <laughs> uh, like looking at each other. Like, mm. mm-hmm. um, and then like, everyone's kind of like trying to do stuff to get his attention. Right. And he can see everybody. He just like, he's just like looking up and then goes back to undoing his boots. Yeah. All that. Right. There's benches off to the side. 
for you to go sit on and yeah. take off all of your stuff. That, that, that's the area for that. And this is the <sighs> cubby situation. Yeah. So people are like, they're stepping over the skis and like trying to get their stuff. And we have to all go one at a time now. We can't just walk up and grab our stuff. We have to wait <laughs> so we can step over in the correct spot. Yeah. And when I go up there, I, I grab it and I kind of like, I, I move it, I shuffle the skis a little bit off yeah. to the side. And like, he looks up at me from taking his boots off and then he just looks back down. And keeps doing, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> and so yeah, an absolute no-brainer. Yep. There's a designated area for all that you're doing, and you decided to do it right in front of the cubbies so that no one can get their stuff and get out of there. So just two possibilities with that, with that person. Yeah. They're either painfully oblivious <laughs> right. to stimuli around them. Mm-hmm. Like, like they just are so self-absorbed and just clueless. They actually don't understand how they are inconveniencing other people because there are people yeah. like that. I think about that. I, I used to think like, no way. They're just all assholes. Right. But then I would think of like when I would go visit my kids at their school and like in the hallway and kids are fucking bouncing off of you <laughs> left and right and don't comment. They don't care because <laughs> yeah. they're just kids. Mm-hmm. They just, no one's taught them. And I think like, oh yeah, sometimes no one teaches that kid and they make it all the way to adulthood. And they just are missing that part of their brain mm-hmm. that is like, oh, this is fucking annoying to everyone else. <laughs> oh, look at that's look crazy. At this. this is the problem. Or you're a fucking prick, right? Who who? And, and that's by far <clears throat> to me the worst. I can forgive like the idiots, yeah. But the prick, it's like, oh, you know that you're a pain in everyone's ass, and you just don't give a fuck because you're that selfish. It reminds me of kind of two other things. Yeah. One is people in trucks or bigger vehicles who purposely park and take up two parking spaces. Right. Like that's a prick. I don't want somebody to scratch my truck. Right, sure. Yeah. But they just they they fuck everything over and they're like, I don't care. Oh, like that's, that's the example of the prick. Easier for me. Right. And then the other one, fuck them. Like mm-hmm. that kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one, it's similar to this cubby situation, is mm-hmm. when you're in the grocery store and you just happen to run into somebody else that's in the same area and they have their cart. Right. And you're like, oh man, like what what are the chances that I need the wheat thins right now and your cart's there? Right. And normally they'll be like, oh, I'm so, you know, grab it and they move it out of the way for you. But every now and again, you have someone who just doesn't like acknowledge mm-hmm. that you're there and just leaves their cart. Yep. And I want to I want to pick up that cart and throw it over into the dairy section, just <laughs> yep. over the fucking top. I know. Yeah. I know exactly my, what you're talking grab about. My wheat thins and get out of there. Mm-hmm. I think I think about the gym in the locker room after the right. gym, where there's like you know multiple lockers, many more lockers than there are benches. Yeah. In almost every gym, and you'll have that one person, same thing, kind of like the at the ski lodge, <laughs> it'll be busy, and they just have their shit spread out yeah. along the bench. <laughs> And then every, other people are standing around looking for a place for them to put their clothes back on, switch over, and they just don't care. Exactly. Yeah. That you know, person's a fucking prick. A fucking prick. You know where my brain just went? Where? Like a, an architectural uh, disaster where you go into a, like a gym locker room. Yeah. And there's like 600 benches and three lockers. <laughs> like they went way the other way. They're like, look, we're not going to uh, have that in our gym. He's spinning the blueprint around. He's like, mm. Like it's just, it's like a, it's like an entire gym stadium of bleachers within three lockers. Just to make bottom. sure everyone has plenty of room. Right. Listen, the good news is no one's complaining about not having room. <laughs> plenty of room. The bad news, no one has a place to put their shit. <laughs> right. There's nowhere for it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. okay let's go less board. benches, more lockers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's do that moving forward. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then it's been the same. It's been that way ever since. Yep. yep. The first one was the other way. But yeah, that drove uh, me crazy. I mean, he just, uh, even if he didn't know, it's just, you'd have to be... A single cell organism, right? To be that stupid, to know everyone's there. He probably is a prick. Like he might have put it down mm-hmm. if, if he like put his shit down right. and then left and like had to do something and then came back with oh shit like yeah didn't realize that that many people would be coming in at that moment. Yep, forgivable. But when you're surrounded, <laughs> but you st- you saw us, and, and when people like, like when you're like tapping things like mm-hmm. all these clues to like hey you're in everybody's way at that point when he gave like the look 
and he didn't pick up all his stuff, <laughs> right. prick. Yeah. In all likelihood. And a part of me, as I'm sure with you, yeah. was fantasizing of what it would be like if mm-hmm. he just picked up his shit mm-hmm. and he's like went over to the re- the ski return and just yeah. like yeah. threw it over the counter and all the other shit. Oh. Just hucked it through there. <laughs> they just like, you know, dust you, they yeah. just go grab your stuff out. <clears throat> like shove it. Oh, so I, I sometimes I, I I'll watch like um like randomly just a couple days ago like old um, MMA fighter mm-hmm. former UFC superstar uh, Chuck Liddell the Iceman. Oh yeah 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 I remember Chucky. He was a great knockout artist. He was like he just had like some real strong you know um uh, just heavy hands punches. Yep, and, and he was real good at just tapping people right in the button on their on their chin, uh-huh. and they would just like those one punch knockouts. And I always think like how satisfying that would be, <laughs> and just if you had the ability to do that. How hard it would be to keep that contained out in regular life, where you see some motherfucker like that, and you know, you know, you've done it. You know, <laughs> a exact lot. a lot against really tough people. Not this like sounds like this like fucking trust fund prick or whatever. Right. Like this, like you know that just with one thrust of your fists, you can hit them right where you need to in the jaw, and they're just and they're just out. And everyone would love you. And everyone, oh, yes, oh, yeah. I mean, they, you probably still get arrested. Well, but before the cops shut, even the cops arrest you, be like. In their heads, I bet. We're like, that was fucking great. Right. I mean, they could the, be standing there. The law's the law, but that was fucking great. That's crazy. We all wanted to do it. Right, we all did. Every single one of us. <laughs> I just think about like those people. Like I've made fun of like not wanting to live in the past. Yeah. And I don't want to. But I think that's part of the reason I like Westerns is because back in these little wild west towns, a lot of them, you know, uh, a sheriff was just like, it could have been like the cattle rustler the week before. Uh-huh. It was kind of a ceremonial title somewhat. The law was real loosey-goosey. Um, and and it, it was legal to just literally shoot people if they <laughs> dishonored you, if you did it in a fair fight. Right. How great it would be to be super tough and live in that time. Because <laughs> then you would. Yeah. Like the wild, yeah. wild west, Joe Paisley could have been like, you walk into the saloon, someone's doing the equivalent of that ski lift guy, and you're like, hey, buddy, you need up. to get your shit out of the way. Stand up, bitch. <laughs> Stand up. And, and then if they're like, hey, you don't fucking, pa! You get your fucking butt. And then the sheriff comes and is like, what the hell's going on here? He wouldn't move his shit. Okay, sounds good <laughs> okay. to me. Sounds, All right, Joe. All right, well, we got to help, help me pick up the body. I'll see you at the poker game later tonight, buddy. <laughs> at least let me, let me carry this thing to the wagon. Ah, oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> to, to, to be an intolerant, like, uh, just kind of <laughs> arbiter of justice. Mm-hmm. What a great time to be alive. Make your own laws. Oh, <laughs> guys like that would just get punched constantly. <laughs> be a blast. Mm-hmm. I'd get punched a lot. I probably would too. I hate getting punched. That, that, I mean, when I, when I take that fantasy too far, but then I realize like, A, like I'm not a fighter. <laughs> right. So it's like, I wouldn't survive. Cause, and, and I'm like, ah, shit, it sounds fun in my fantasy where I'm the one dishing out all the pain. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I'm the guy being like, hey, I don't want a problem. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in your fantasies, uh, people are hitting <laughs> you get... with like pool noodles. Like they forgot how to fight. Like right, you kicked exactly. the shit out of them with anvil hands. Yep. And they yep. got pool noodles. And they're like, mm, don't hit me. When I take that fantasy further, I like to, if I had a time machine, I would go further back in time because people used to be smaller <laughs> and I would be just fucking so much like physically bigger. <laughs> like your size. <laughs> Most people your size. No, but people were a lot smaller. And just if, if I could be the same size, that alone would give me such an advantage and they would only have swords and that, and I have a gun. I'm t- I've taken it too far. I'm taking the show off course, right. but it's such a fun fantasy. I love that fantasy. All right, <laughs> uh, let's take a look at some weird stuff. Okay. You ready for it? I mean, I, okay. Let's go, Zach. What the fuck is going on? Our first story for who the what fuck mm-hmm. was sent in by Dummy Joe. <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> not, not you. You fucking kidding me? Different, different Joe. I didn't send this in. Um, but people were losing their minds over this video. It's uh, it's it sounds it's the wife, and then it sounds like maybe a friend is there. Okay, and they have decided to finally 
grab a video of her husband and how he eats pizza. I'll just say he's just a disgusting animal. Uh, no, not quite. Huh. You ready? You ready to see this, Zach? Okay. Zach, god damn it! Yep. <laughs> uh, here we go. Okay. Up running. Okay. <laughs> what? He got two comments. So he's grabbing his slice of That's pizza. That's so gross. And then he just holds it under the kitchen sink water. To cool it off? Cooling it off. And just turns into sloppy mush. <laughs> and that's how he does it. That, usually that's what people want the least is a soggy pizza. And, and he, he, he doesn't want anything more. Every bite is soggy with that dude. <laughs> that's so weird. Hey, I, never, I did not expect that. Up make- running. Here we go. One more, just one more time. Okay. You can take it all in. Yeah. That is my unpopular opinion. <laughs> I already got two comments. Look at that shit. Ugh. Makes me sad. People are saying that he like they have to, sorry you have to leave your husband <laughs> like all these funny comments. I, I feel I feel bad right now too. For uh, a while back, I was uh, teasing Kyler. Okay, I probably have so many examples of me just like mocking my kids <laughs> and just the worst parent. <laughs> we start this, this fuck. We change the entire show. Just fuck Kyler. <laughs> fuck this guy. Like just <laughs> that's where that's where it goes. <laughs> Every single story I, is just like I want to preface it by like Kyler is an amazing kid. I love he, Kyler. He's, he's an awesome. Kid, mm-hmm. Awesome guy. Uh, but yeah, love him death. But, but he, he he's he has peculiarities like we all do. Yes. But I but he insisted always on eating pizza with a fork and knife. Okay. Yeah, and, that's I mean, that's shithead stuff <laughs> for sure. And, and, and in my brain, I think the world has changed and it's like better than it was when I was a kid. But I will try and get him to stop doing things because I'm like, so many other kids are going to tease you. Yeah. But kids are so much more tolerant now that it's not even true. Yeah, that's true. I'm the only one teasing him. I'm just like, oh. You don't stop eating your <laughs> you pizza with a fork and knife. You think this is bad? Getting mocked at your own home where you should be safe by your father? You wait until you get out in the real world. They're going to fucking tear you apart. And then you get down in the real world and like no one cares. <laughs> no one like, has ever it's said just, anything. No one said a single thing and they would never say a thing. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm just like, why can't you just grab it with your hand? That's finger food. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, I'm, and it, 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 in this situation, it was just that he would never do it. And I'm like, well, look, he was like complaining like, oh, wait, you don't have a fork handy? I'm like, no, it's pizza. Just eat pizza like a person eats pizza. <laughs> they made it for hands. That's it's for hands, buddy. In my brain, it was going to be like that kind of video, <laughs> but it, it would just be like a dude just eating with a fork and knife. And everyone's just like, boo, 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 boo. What a piece of shit. We hate him. Everyone hates him. I, can you, what if someone just started eating a sandwich, though, with a, like, like a sub, it does bother me. Like a Subway sandwich and then fork and knife. Just, mm, ah, just I don't, don't like it. Want to touch the bread? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I, should, I shouldn't I don't care, like but it, it does bother me. I don't like it in the same way if, like, someone's having, like, a cup of tea, mm-hmm. if they literally do put their pinky out. It's like, ugh. <laughs> Boo. Just, what are you doing? Get out. It's too much. Right. Uh, but it made me, I, I saw this food habit that I'd never seen before when, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I was in a fraternity mm-hmm. at U of I. Okay. And one day I saw one of my, one of my friends uh, take a, a big spoonful of peanut butter mm-hmm. on his cereal bowl, <laughs> and then he just puts it on the side. Like, uh, can, so it's attached to the side of the cereal bowl now, so that when he's eating cereal, he can take a little dab of peanut butter and put it in with the cereal and then take a bite. How do you even think of that? I don't know, but it's so good. <laughs> That's, it really is? Yeah, it's amazing. Weird. Uh-huh. I would have never thought. Changed my life. The we- weirdest thing I've seen somebody eat uh, for a while was actually my daughter Monroe. Okay. She went through a phase. It wasn't that long, but it was like th- three or four months. So a decent amount of time when she was a little kid, like three, four years old in there mm-hmm. of uh, putting ketchup on everything. And the weirdest thing she started to put ketchup on was pancakes. <sighs> she would put, she would slather ketchup on a pancake le- as if it was butter. <laughs> what would you, would you have, so left, gross would you have left your family? If you walked in, Kyler was sitting there eating pizza with a fork and knife. And right next to him is Monroe slathering her pancakes and 
Ketchup. That's, ketchup. When, that's when I that's when I go out for a pack of smokes and just never come back. <laughs> that's it. I'm sitting. I'm sitting at a bar. Time right for now. a new family. Yeah, I used to have kids. I'll tell you what. You know, my son, he's a fucking little fork and knife eater with his pizza. <laughs> right. My daughter had to put ketchup on her pancakes. I don't, I don't regret for one second leaving those kids. <laughs> Never look back. The other guy's like, yeah, <clears throat> my son did heroin and robbed the family at gunpoint. Yeah, so like, you get it. You, so you get it. <laughs> you get it then. So you see where I'm coming from. Right. <laughs> Fuck him, right? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> uh, weirdest thing I've ever eaten. I want to show you a picture of this. Oh, okay. This is, uh, okay. I have it. It's balut and uh, it is right. fertilized duck egg. All right. This picture doesn't look too bad. It's it's like an egg if it was fertilized, so you're eating a little fetus. What the fuck? And it's been like soaked in something. Like here's some more pictures of it. It's so disgusting. Here's what the shell removed. It's just a little fetus. Why is this happening? Who's doing this? And it's, and it's I can't remember like what they put to like, they soak it in something to make it even worse <laughs> than just a fertilized egg. And I, it's a delicacy in some parts of the Philippines. I was, uh, we were taping something in LA for a long time for like a, a pilot presentation for some prank show. Right. And it was going to be, I don't remember what the name of it was, but they had me, um, I was going to be the host and they had me eat one of these, uh, on camera. And it's the only thing I've ever tried to eat in my whole life. And I couldn't eat it cause I kept throwing up. Yeah. Was, like, it, the, was it the taste, the texture the idea you knew what you were doing? All of those things. Okay. And then worse than everything was the smell. It mm. just smelled like it was rotting. <laughs> Like yeah. it was, it was so unbelievably bad. Oh, it's making me sick. And it made me sad. It. And it made yeah. me sad. Like I, I'm somebody, I'll eat a lot of things, but like, I don't eat veal because mm. it just makes me sad to think about a little baby cow, which is, I know we kind of ridiculous because I'll eat I'll, like, I'm not yeah. going to eat you unless right. you grow up for a couple more years. <laughs> then I have no problem. I want you to get a little older. I want you to get a little older. A little then bigger, I have no problem eating you. A little stronger. A little stronger. A little then, leaner. Then I'm going to have you killed and put, put my belly. <laughs> Let me eat you. <laughs> but it just made me That's sad. That's so sick, dude. Um, one last example. Okay. Uh, my little sister, she doesn't do it anymore. Okay. But when she was little, she would sneak off and just eat uh, spoonfuls of butter. Spoonfuls of butter? <laughs> Wouldn't that here. just make her sick? Nah, she's good. Whoa. Just sneaking off and eating... Oh, like, that's so mar- rich. Margarine, just nom, nom, nom. that makes me like that makes me nauseous. <laughs> Reminds me of people that just eat spoonfuls of mayonnaise. Oh, that's so fucking gross. What are they doing? What are they get out of here? If you're if you listen to our show and you do <laughs> that, turn it the fuck off. <laughs> I just kidding. Come on. It just makes me. I don't know. Maybe I have a softer stomach than some people. But that, I know. But that literally makes me want to throw up just yes. thinking about. Me too. Well, Ugh. Uh, should, we, should we move on? Sure. Okay. <laughs> our next story for who the what fuck is going back in time, baby. Scientists have described a dinosaur's butthole what? in exquisite detail. So when a dog-sized Psittacosaurus nice. was living out its days on Earth... You just Earth, nailed that. I'm, I can't read. It was probably concerned with mating, eating, and not being killed by other dinosaurs. It would have never ever crossed its mind that 120 million or so years later, scientists would be peering intensely up its clacker. Clacker. Which I've never... That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I love that. This article is pretty funny. But I love... Oh, okay, like, it says in the UK. Cause I, I'm right. like, this is British. Baby, show me that clacker. Mm-hmm. Let, me get <laughs> peek, let me get a peek at that clacker. Right. Uh, so, however, that's precisely what they have done, yielding the most detailed description yet of the non-avian dinosaurs, Cleoca. Or clo- cloaca. I have no idea. That is. It's, it's clo- cloaca. Yeah, cloaca. cloaca. Uh, and then this, the, the, the catch-all hole used for peeing, pooping, mating, and laying eggs. Ah. The Swiss Army knife of buttholes is common throughout. <laughs> this the, writer's fantastic. I know, the animal kingdom today, all birds, amphibians, reptiles, and even a few mammals possess the cloaca. 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 But they know little of what it does, including the anatomy, you know, what they what they look like, yeah. how animals use them. So anyway, <laughs> they just found this old cloaca 
And now they're they're taking a look at it, which makes me, uh, I don't know, just that fuck is, yeah, science. I love how they have it like zoomed in. I know. That's pretty, that's hilarious. They're uh, like, uh, what a cool fossil, by the way. Mm-hmm. That fossil is amazing. Like the detail. I know. That's um. That's really that's it. Wow. Though. So they can study it more, and I just find yeah. it fascinating. But uh, coming across that on the on the news feed, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's what we, it's amazing because I don't, I, I have no idea how to do any of this stuff. I wish I wish I found a fossil fossil like that as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Did you have that fantasy? Oh, dude, me and my me and my buddy Sam, mm-hmm. like we we started our own like fossil dig. Oh. Uh, Did you find anything? Yeah, fucking rocks. No fossils. But we set up like a bathroom and like a, a an old outhouse, like just and that had like a fossil dig mm-hmm. out there. And you were we, convinced you were gonna get like a T Rex or something. Oh yeah. We were I was Jurassic Park was my jam. Uh, okay. That was okay. my entire childhood was that. I got, and, I got I got into rock collecting and mm-hmm. one of my fantasies, same thing was I, I was like please I was just, you know, I'd imagine myself. It was either um you know, like pirate treasure. Right. You you happen to uncover pirate treasure mm-hmm. or a bunch of gold and you just get super rich or like diamonds. <laughs> you can find or gold. fossils. You can find enough gold to just go buy a dinosaur fossil. Mm, mm-hmm. See what's going on. I wonder if that's like a rural kid thing. When you live somewhere where you like, you know, there's lots of like forests and stuff. Right, hillside. Hillside. You just mm-hmm. go out in the woods and I'm like, I'm going to find a secret cave. There's going to be pirate treasure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to find the coolest dinosaur fossil. I'm going to be on the covers of all the magazines. They're, I'm going to be there. Name museums after me. Uh-huh. I think when you, because you look at videos of them finding other ones yeah. and it just looks like a mountainside. Right. Oh, they just found it. They're just You're wandering like, around. There's got to be a source in there. Yeah. It's got to be something cool. Start digging. I go, you, I, you dig down like a foot. Yeah. You're like, that. Ah, never mind. This is hard. Did you ever take it a little bit further? Because maybe like me, you're, you just had a warped kind of brain and you thought you might actually find a li- living dinosaur? I, I, would, I wish I did, but I, I, was smart. I knew they didn't exist yet. My imagination just <laughs> refused to accept reality for probably way longer than it should have as a kid. Like I just wouldn't, I just refused. I was like, nope, I'm going to block that out. Mm-hmm. And I just wouldn't accept that that stuff was impossible. I'm like, no, nah, but they haven't looked everywhere. <laughs> I'll be out there. I'll, have- f- I'll find a... I real have, dinosaur that people di- just overlook. I have different eyes. Like you <laughs> dig down, right. there's just a hole, right? It's like, ah, ah. Yep. It's a trapped raptor. Mm-hmm. There was like, like a big, buddy? just a huge cave underground <laughs> that no one had snuck in and somehow they've been living there for millions of years. <laughs> like, cause I was at that age where it's like, I was smart enough to understand what dinosaurs were, mm-hmm. but not smart enough to think about how like something would have to eat and have a food source and have air <laughs> right, to breathe right. for multiple generations. Like, <laughs> Ah, fun times. Dinosaurs. How about them? Huh? Dinosaurs. Uh, next story. Okay. This was sent in by Dummy Jill. And it's, uh, the, the headline itself is just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. God gave me an anointed vagina. Sleep oh. with me and get healed, Pastor Veronica says. I've, I've, I've come across something about this lady a while back. Yes, yeah, I've we, heard of her. We secret sucked this, I think. Maybe. Or we thought about yeah. it or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something. So the founder of Life of Faith and Prosperity Ministry in Asaba Delta State, Pastor Veronica has said that God gave her an anointed vagina as a solution for men who have infertility problems. Oh my gosh. So the clergywoman made the claims while delivering a sermon, delivering the sermon, or how about semen, am I right? <laughs> uh, during a church service, according to her, any man who sleeps with her will be healed of his fertility problems. Wow. She added that her mission on earth is to cure fertility problems in men, which happens anytime her, bo- her body fluid touches a man's private member. Okay. To make the information available to those who are not in her church, she also took to Facebook to share the message. <laughs> and it's the same thing. It's like, God, oh, if you don't believe me, I don't care. Come fuck me. That's, that, that's pretty much it. That's such a uh, uh, surprising one because if somebody brought up to me, like some pastor says they have an anointed, anointed genitals mm-hmm. to help cure you of uh, infertility. 
I would for sure immediately think of a dude. <laughs> yeah. Some guy hits talking which, about his magic god dick. Which I think we do have to address a little bit of, mm-hmm. a, of a double standard here. Right. Where if it, if it was a priest. Right. Uh, or like a male pastor. Yeah. Who was just like saying that his dick was anointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be arrested. Right. Um, like probably right away. And then, and Unless then he was this, Catholic. Hey. <laughs> hey. And then when this lady does it, there's a part of me that's like, oh, it's sad though. <laughs> yeah. But, which is sexist. <laughs> it like, is. oh, she's must, she must be mentally ill. If, oh. if, if, if it's the guy, I'm like, put that fucking pervert in prison. Put, put him down. Away. Put Kill him. Away. Kill him. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then a woman does it. I'm like, oh, oh she's probably mentally ill. She needs help. She's probably a little lonely. She's just sad. Give her some help. But what if it was a magic vagina? That would be. Yeah, what if she's right? Mm-hmm. What if she does have a magic vagina? Mm. Oh, what a wonderful gift. What a deal. Aren't they all magical vaginas, really? Mm, yeah. This means, I mean, some more magical than others. <laughs> some have extra magic. Yeah, some have a little more little, little pop to them, a little pizzazz. Have the other ones lack? pizzazz. I'm having the weirdest visuals pop in my I pictured a, a bedazzled. Um, it's not, it's, I know I've been told this before. The, it's the labia. It's not the, the vagina's in the inside. Yes, but look, look, even they called it a vagina. I know, but colloquial, because otherwise then you say pussy, and then that sounds kind of rough. Yeah, it's like, like you're just like a bro, you like, whoa, look at that puss, puss, baby. It's, it's like, uh, <coughs> puss. I can never remember. It's a labia or something. Anyway. <laughs> I was picturing all bedazzled. That's, I'm just trying to think of a bit. Jazz to, hands. <laughs> jazz, jazz labia. <laughs> jazz labia. You stick stuff in there, it disappears. Like, it's just a magic trick cave. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> when is this your card? <laughs> the, the pubic hair above is is uh, shaving into a top hat. <laughs> Hello, my <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Glitter like falls out. That, You've done it. The lady who has uh, that vagina uh-huh. uh, moonwalks. <laughs> she has to. Da, 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 and then she <laughs> and then just like moon, moon walks out of the area. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have I have one more story for you okay. for who the what fuck this week. All right. And this was something that happened a long time ago, but I had never heard of it, and I want to make sure that other people have heard of it. Okay. So June tenth, nineteen ninety, the miracle of BA <laughs> flight fifty three ninety as captain is sucked out of the cockpit and survives. Is this true? It is true. Looks like it looks like a fake picture. Okay. Well, this it got recreated. So they didn't like have a camera. Uh, oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's a that very sense. yeah, it's a very popular thing. Okay. So an aviation disaster was nearly or nearly averted on this day back in 1990, and this was uh, you know June 10th <laughs> when a wrongfully installed panel of the windscreen of British Airways Flight 5390 fell out, causing the plane's cockpit to decompress and its captain to be pulled halfway out of the aircraft at over 17,000 feet. So BA 5390 left Birmingham Airport at 7:20 in the morning. Heading to Mala- uh, Malaga in Spain. Yeah, Malaga. At Malaga. Uh, yeah. At the controls were Captain Tim Lancaster, 42, and his co-pilot, 39-year-old Alistair Atchison. Both experienced flyers. Their takeoff was routine. Less than 15 minutes into the flight, with the plane at 17,300 feet over Oxfordshire, there was a loud bang in the cockpit, and the windscreen of the captain's side blew out from its mooring, causing immediate decompression. Wow. So that's a fun picture. That's, t- that's terrifying. <laughs> Dude, so both pilots had loosened their harnesses, and Lancaster was forcefully pulled towards the open window by a rush of air as the reconstruction from the National Geographic Channel's documentary, mm. documentary Air Crash Investigation above shows the whole tap- top half of the body was dragged out of the plane with only his legs remaining inside <laughs> caught on the flight controls. <laughs> so it goes on to say, flight attendant Nigel Ogden on the flight deck at the time quickly grabbed hold of Lancaster's belt 
while the stricken captor was flung from side to side by powerful winds and began to lose consciousness in the thin air <laughs> yeah in the altitude so wow, he's flopping so back dramatic. and forth this guy's this guy's holding on to him <laughs> right getting this guy's getting jerked around in the plane i mean that's crazy he, he's turned into like the like the wavy arm guy in front of the like the, 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 the car, car dealerships car dealership you have the inflatable <laughs> that's him oh um, so, uh, so Ogden too began to suffer from frostbite and exhaustion. He was relieved by Chief Stewart John uh, Heward, the flight and standard Simon Rogers. So it just goes on to say they pulled him back in. They broke a bunch of bones. They got frostbite because it's fucking freezing. Yeah, but they pulled him back in, and uh, he tried That's to go amazing. back. Amazing. Some of them started flying again. He, of course, uh, one of the pilots just suffered from PTSD and had to retire. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like every time you fly in a plane, is like the window going to blow out and suck my friends out? Like, dude, that's so scary. That's crazy they were able to keep him from just being completely pulled out of the plane. Mm-hmm. The whole ordeal had lasted about 22 minutes. Wow. Um, there were 81 passengers, six crew on to- on board at the time of the accident, and they did fix the window. So basically what happened is they mm-hmm. tried to replace the window using just the bolts from the other window, and they were like a millimeter too short. Crazy. And they were coming in from the outside. Yeah. So now they put them on the inside. So that it's even locked on even harder from the decompression. Oh, so that doesn't, okay. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't affect the bolts as much. I was picturing that was the one time uh, Brad was flying a plane. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! Somehow, somehow falls outside of the window. <laughs> How is that even possible to fall down that God way? God damn it! Brad, you were, you were already seated. <laughs> How did you fall out of a seat? <laughs> oh, no! Help me! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear like, like that Doppler effect, though? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> just like the funniest flyby. <laughs> uh, the list of injuries. It is say Lancaster was treated for fractures to his right arm, left thumb, right Damn. wrist, as well as frostbite and shock. Remarkably, he returned to work within five months. Now, flight attendant Nigel Ogden suffered a dislocated shoulder and frostbite to his face and eye. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Eye frostbite? I never thought. I've never even heard of that. If your eyes are getting frostbite, I'm assuming you're dead. Because you, I, I mean, okay. So he returned to work Man. after a break, but suffered post-traumatic stress and took an early retirement back in 2001. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Get the fuck, go away. Yeah, going back Next, to work after that. Yeah, hopefully uh, the boss was pissed. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> wow. Who's? <laughs> how are they going to get to London then, huh? <laughs> huh, buddy? Sorry, sir. I was a little distracted by my frostbitten fucking eye. <laughs> Look at it. It's like a black eye, like 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 with the fingertips are frostbitten. It's like rotten black flesh. I guess we're pushing even farther, and he's yelling at his boss. He got two eye patches on. It's like I can't fucking see, dude. And he's, Both he's of getting... my eyes were frozen out of my head. It's got autopilot. Fuck you! I quit. <laughs> <laughs> but that was such a. I, I had no idea that even existed. So I wanted to make That's sure that, thing to be that afraid other of. dummies got to hear about it too. Yeah. Okay. Another thing to worry about in the cold. <laughs> right. That you can your eyes can be frostbitten. And that's why I'm not a pilot. That, I mean, that's it. That's the one thing. Number one reason. The one thing keeping me from flying a plane safely is fear over frostbitten eyes. <laughs> fear of getting sucked out of the fucking dash. <laughs> Dude. Uh. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. 
On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Not good. S- spooky. Spooky. One Star Heroes? Let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. I get no respect in real life. I always am upset. So I let them know I hate them on the internet. Yeah. Quick, before you get into it, yeah. what kind of music do you want? Like, like powerful kind of pump up? I like pump up. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's go with um, this one. Nice. Sick. Yeah. It's like halftime show shit. <laughs> uh, I went to Yelp. Okay. I found this one. And, and Yelp has suggestions for like what to look for. And their first suggestion was just plumber. And then I thought about like growing up with my dad in construction. Mm -hmm. I just know that plumbers get complained about a lot. Yeah. Just just because like, you know, usually when you need a plumber, you're not in a happy place. Like, you know. Something's leaking. Yeah. Your toilet's overflowing. The floor's getting fucking soaked. Mm -hmm. They can never get there fast enough. Like they're they're just put in a terrible situation from the beginning. Okay. And, And so I just went to Los Angeles to find like a big plumbing company, the highest rated one, all city plumbing. Uh, 1,141 reviews, five stars, Whew. like very good rating. And then I just wanted to see what people were complaining about. So our first person, we have uh, Yaki G. Now it says Durham, North Carolina, but I, I don't think that's where, this must be where they're from when they set up their account. Okay. Uh, this is from September 3rd, 2020. Worst experience ever. I called to schedule a sewer inspection for the coming Friday at 9 a.m. And I told him explicitly the date, time that I wanted the inspection. Hmm. Whoever answered the phone said, okay, we just need to get the owner's approval, which is never required by any other company. Normally, they just need the contact information of the real estate agent. We jumped through all the hoops to have my agent call the listing agent who called the owner who called the company to confirm access. And then... They did not even bother calling me back to confirm the appointment. I called back the next morning, and they told me that the next availability is in two weeks. Like, what? Do not use this company. They would screw you over. So unprofessional. Okay. Okay, so for starters here, (coughs) what I don't like about this person is they're calling to say, like, I need you here at this time. (laughs) You don't get to fucking dictate what time they're going to be there. You ask. You ask (laughs) if they can come over, and they tell you what their availability is. Mm -hmm. Always. And so this person right out the gate, it's like you just in your own critique (laughs) come across like a fucking asshole. Like, I just can't imagine doing that. Like, like I call up uh, uh, Spectrum Cable. uh Hey, uh, I need you here Thursday at 4 p.m. Sharp. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And then leave review. They didn't even call me back. (laughs) What? Yeah, of course you're not, you fucking psychopath. (laughs) Your car breaks. Call a mechanic. I'll be there at nine. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, We don't have any. Nope. Click. (laughs) Click. Not what I wanted. 
See you soon, big guy. Now, this guy, Anthony C., is going to show up a lot. So underneath <laughs> this is the owner, Anthony C., oh, business okay. owner. So he's, okay. He is the most interactive business owner I have ever seen on Yelp. This poor son of a bitch <laughs> is constantly trying to address complaints. So he gets back. Uh, Good afternoon. Thank you again for your feedback. He's been so nice. And again, our apologies for this miscommunication. miscommunication. I am glad we were able to go ahead and do the inspection. We still aggressively, I think you meant like we're still aggressively hiring to meet the demand. But thank you again for allowing us to do the inspection and make up for the misunderstanding. Have a great day. So then uh, that means that they did go ahead and work with this Yaki guy Mm -hmm. and he doesn't bother to change his review. So he nope. leaves his shitty one star. This person comes back on Yelp, contacts him in real life. Makes it right. Gets, gets, makes it right. Mm-hmm. Everything's taken care of. And then this person's like, oh, fuck. fuck Got him. what I wanted, so fuck him. <laughs> Bye. So, Yaki, you're the problem there. Uh-huh. Uh, next one, CN from Arcadia. On 1-2-2020, Thursday, I called for an appointment. Was advised first available will be 1-6-2020, Monday. Mm. Appointment was set for the day between 2 and 4 p.m., and I even received an email from the office as confirmation. On 1-6-2020, I don't like the way they write everything out, at 3 p.m., I called to confirm and was told the technician was running late. No problem, since I already took the afternoon off from work. Hmm. Then, later on, got a call from the office advising me the technician will not be able to make the appointment and rescheduling is necessary. So the bottom line is, what is the sole purpose of scheduling an appointment in the first place? If I knew the end result of the broken scheduled appointment, I would have definitely contacted a different company instead of waiting for days to get no service and time wasted. And here's the thing about this. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. When you're fixing a fucking plumbing problem, and again, like my family's in the construction business, it's not like this magical situation where every house is exactly the same, mm. all the pl- pipes are exactly the same, and you show up and you're like, oh, that'll take um, 62 minutes. <laughs> right. We'll be there this time, it'll take these parts, everything will work perfectly, and then we'll be done. Problem solved. <laughs> it's like, they kept them abreast. They called yeah. him. He's running late. Mm-hmm. They called him. I'm so sorry. We had to reach- well, why did I even get an appointment? <laughs> right. Why, why does the life work out perfect every time I want it to? <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with plumbing. Yeah. When uh, I was redoing our kitchen, yeah. uh, we had to redo just like move some pipes a little bit. Okay. It was a fucking mess, dude. It's such a mess. God, I made, I made 800 trips to Lowe's. Yeah. Because I kept on grabbing the wrong pieces and you'd think you have it and it wouldn't fit <laughs> or it'd be a tiny bit like this, not, not long enough. And I hated it so much. Like right. I ended up taking a whole day. Yep. So, I mean, tips for dummies out there because I've done a little bit of plumbing work. I, I always hire say, a plumber. I, I was hire a plumber, <laughs> but I was I'm fairly handy. I just am t- strapped of, for time. What do you mean? But but when I was younger, like I would do more like home repair if I yeah. had the time for it. Here's a really dumb mistake to avoid before you take apart fucking anything. Turn off the water main. Oh yeah, of course. that's a fun one. <laughs> when you start to take a pipe apart and you realize you didn't turn off the water main. <laughs> Water is gushing all over the place. Uh-huh. No, oh, you can't stop it. And then you're trying to explain to somebody else. No, you, you got to get this big wrench. Okay, you're gonna run out of the basement. You're gonna have to. <laughs> you know, you know who uh, this company actually would... is not in the basement. You have to go outside. Right, it's a fucking thing. It's, it's in the yard. Even when you turn it off, this water <sighs> still comes out. Right, that sucks. Right, and it drips all over your studio. That's in the basement. Yep, that's what I learned. Oh no, yay! Uh, so, but you know, uh, this company would benefit from uh, from yeah. laid back guy. Right, like hey, it, don't even worry about it, man. That's fine. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm, good. I'm here. Whenever, all the time. Whenever your schedule is good, that's good for my schedule. I'm just listen. I'm, I'm a little busy with my kid this week. Right. Uh, listen, man. I I know I haven't left my living room in like six months, bro. Uh, yeah, just come back whenever you want. No, no, no. This thing doesn't work. That's, that's, I don't care. That's fine. Bye. That's perfect. Take my car. Uh, Anthony Anthony C uh, then responds. 
Uh, hi, I'm really sorry to hear about your bad experience. Customer service is our number one priority. Bless his heart. He's so nice. We definitely dropped the ball. This is a rare occurrence for us. We didn't get five stars on multiple review platforms by accident. Mm. We do actually make mistakes sometimes. And in this case, we did. I'm sorry that we failed you. I hope you have a better than great day. What, like, impeccable customer service. Okay. I, I, I know, was, he's laying down a little thick. <laughs> a, little, a little thick. A little saucy. A little saucy. But, but <laughs> and you're the he's best, trying. Listen, you're the best customer we've never had. But if, I'm sure if we had you, you'd probably be the best customer we've ever had. Okay? Um, you're great. You're really good at, yeah. at, at everything you try. I know. Uh, and you, all your dreams will come true. I know, it's a little much. Love, Anthony. But, I, but I'm glad he goes too far in that direction <laughs> than the other direction. Yeah. But you're right. It's, okay. <laughs> It's almost, if he went a tiny tick farther, sarcasm. he's mocking him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, another one here, Mel C, Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, <laughs> okay, and this addresses something that these guys, I'm sure, deal with constantly. Mm-hmm. One star, $950 to hydro flush an exterior drainage pipe. The pipe is straight and goes all of 40 feet. Hilarious, serves me right. I should just use my pressure washer and do it myself. No, you shouldn't, Mel, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Just gonna use a random other tool that has nothing to do with like what this problem needs. <laughs> like, like there's just like a, an entry point. I'll just go down there myself and get like a, an elevator. He take you down to the to the water main, right? And you just get in there with your pressure washer. Yep, my water main is like at the bottom of this like ten foot. It looks like deep pipe. You have to raise this crazy special tool uh-huh. to just reach the little bolt down there. Uh-huh. Um, but look, I like how Anthony responds, and you could tell he was, I'm sure, saying a lot of different things privately. Mm. Hello, Mel. Thanks for the feedback on your experience with us today. I just wanted to give you more details on the actual machine we would use and reassure you that a basic pressure washer cannot do the same. <laughs> the hydro jetter we offer to use is powered by a diesel engine in order to give it enough power to remove debris and roots often found in area drains. The cost for a jetter powerful enough to do that job ranges from $55,000 to $140,000. Then after you use the hydro jetter, you have to run a $12,000 camera to make sure the jetter properly cleaned out the area drain. Th- this is followed in real life, you stupid fuck. <laughs> right. I'm not talking about a fucking $200 pressure washer, you fucking <laughs> mental midget. I'm talking about a goddamn $140,000 machine. I had to take a fucking business loan out. <laughs> <laughs> she's down there with a, she turns the little spray bottle to like stream off of spray. And she's just down there like fucking off. She just has a hose. She's just putting her thumb, her thumb over the end of the hose like you do to get a little more pressure. Squirt, Why don't you just do this? Squirt it a little bit farther. I just squirt those roots out. Get it. She has her fucking like, phone flashlight on. Right. Squirt hose. Just fucking... <laughs> Fuck these guys. I don't need them. <laughs> okay, so now we've addre- we've shown here that Anthony, he does respond to almost every single comment. Yes, he is. But sometimes you can tell he's like, fuck this person. <laughs> All right. No comment response from this next Sunny C. Unethical business practice. Okay, obviously one star. Yeah. We had sewer line backup. Their technician, Tommy Serato, <laughs> came and quoted $6,000, stating need to install a clean out to make it work. That's totally unethical. What a ripoff. Don't use this company. Very dishonest. And you can tell with this person, he's like, nah. <laughs> Just going to fucking skip the reply because they're a psychopath. <laughs> and bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then my favorite one. Talk about too many details. Okay. Thanks oh. earlier. Oh, yeah. This is so ridiculous. Anthony G, one star. My family's business has used a, and I'm going to read it slow, a little bit slow because it's so convoluted, but it kind of, you kind of can understand where he's coming from if you really pay attention. All right. My family's business has used a different company for years, not all city plumbing. One of the ex-employees of the company we've used for years left a card a while ago, which he wrote his cell number on. We needed a plumber to unclog some drains. So we had an employee gave him a call 
He answers the phone knowing who we were and that we are loyal to our other plumbing company, not All City Plumbing. Told them he could be there in an hour. Two hours later, he shows up, does the work, then tells the employee to make the checkout to him. The work was done, and that's when he finally told them he didn't work for the company we normally use. We were closed. Our employee wanted to go home. Not thinking anything of it, they made the check, asked for a receipt, and he tells them it's not available. Don't even know what he's talking about there. Wanting to go home, they said, whatever, and he leaves. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. The problem here is now we have no proof of work and no warranty available. If we have another problem, the all-city plumber employee knew our employee, didn't know that the clerk wasn't supposed to be made to him personally. Mm-hmm. Had he told us he didn't work for the company we normally use, we would have asked him to not come. We would have called for other plumbing company. So we call other plumbing company to ask what the deal is. And that's when they told us he no longer works for them and that willie is an employee of all city plumbing if this is the quality of their employees i think others should be aware of these actions because the owner is losing money also keep in mind had something happened and he flooded our shop what would have happened would all city plumbing have picked how the fuck does this person have a job (laughs) writing this I had to think of. I had to read this like five times. Break, you, you had like a little chart, like a, a graph. Okay, so that tells Willie. Willie's over here. He's leaving a review on All City Plumbing because fucking years ago they used some fucking guy Willie. <laughs> Willie comes over, does the job for some other company. Then Willie gets fired, quits, whatever, goes mm-hmm. out on his own. Then they they happen to call his cell phone number. It's not Willie's responsibility. Like, hey, just before I come do the job, you're just asking me to do. I got. I, I, you need to know this. I don't work for a company I worked for several years ago. Uh-huh. Just in case you happen to be very loyal to their business, mm-hmm. like Willie gives a fuck about these guys. He wants. Yeah, he wants to make money. Yeah, he just wants to make money, uh-huh. and like he's supposed to remember. Oh, this is these are the people that are really loyal for many years. Why would he even know that? He, one job. He's only done one job. The he's entire done one time. job. He, he's never <laughs> thought about them since. He doesn't give a fuck about them. <laughs> then after he works for himself, which is probably why the check was made out to him, then he goes on to work for All City Plumbing. Is what I'm getting from okay. all that. Yeah. And now he's mad at them for not knowing that one of their employees they maybe just hired. Hired, did a job for them previously, but didn't tell like right. them that he, it's so the expectations uh-huh. this person has. <laughs> this guy reminds me of somebody you met one time like nine years ago, and you hung out with them for ten minutes, <laughs> and then you run into them again later, and 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 they're like, "Hey, what's up?" Like they happen to remember you, and you don't know them, no idea, and they're pissed. <laughs> oh, you don't remember me? Wow! No, motherfucker, I don't. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> It's not personal. Yeah. I just don't have a perfect memory. Like, what is wrong with you? I meet a lot of people. Right. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Oh, this this guy, that's just the most unreasonable review that has nothing to do with the business. Like, and then just this weird diatribe going back like years. I know. What are you doing? What world? Uh, If you were, if, what if that's, you had to make sure to tell everybody yeah. your past work history when you're getting hired for a job. <laughs> right. Like they, they call, you know, right. like, hey, I mean, hey, hey, blah, blah. Oh yeah, blah, blah, construction. Mm-hmm. Can you come over and, uh, and build my cabinet? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Want well, you know for sure, I did work with uh, with Campbell Bros uh, right. back, in, back in 26. Mm-hmm. Um, I left for a little bit. That went, uh, I was actually, at, I was at Lowe's as a contractor for a little bit. Um, I, I left there yeah. 20, on the phone. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, what? I'm going to send you some screenshots of a bunch of the companies I used to work for <laughs> that have like their ratings. And I just want you to like look through them, see if you're uh-huh. recognizing the names. If you don't like any of those companies, then I don't want you to hire me. <laughs> right. I don't want money. Because, you know, I happen to work for them. 
and you didn't like them, so there, maybe there's a chance you won't even like me. <laughs> I heard you don't like Lowe's. Uh, I'm after to decline. <laughs> Anthony G would see that and give him like three stars. <laughs> I appreciate the full disclosure of every potential background conflict, <laughs> but still, you know, the job was just kind of so-so. <laughs> full background check, everything. <laughs> right, right. Part number of partners. Like all this, you're like, what the fuck? Can you believe the, the Spectrum uh, contractor came into my house to work on my TV? No background check. <laughs> right. No references. Never asked me if I wanted to talk to his parents on the phone or a spouse or, you know, next of kin. Right. What kind of world? <laughs> People's that's, expectations. Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. And that's all. For that's, this. that's good, man. I like that twist. So be nice to plumbers, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's harder than you fucking know. It's a tough job. It is. It is for sure. Uh, that's dumb shit. This, this next story for Sliver of Hope was going to turn it all around for us. Sweet. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Sliver of Hope. This was sent in by Dummy Hunter. Okay. Thank you, Hunter. U.S. doctor forgives $650,000 in medical bills for cancer patients. What? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So Dr. Omar Atik, uh, Atik closed huh? his cancer treatment center in Arkansas last week after nearly 30 years in business. He worked with a debt collection firm to gather outstanding payments, but then realized many families had been hit hard financially by the pandemic. Over, Chris, over Christmas, he wrote to patients telling them any debts would be erased. Can you imagine getting that letter wow. in the mail and how just grateful and uh, overjoyed you'd be to be like, oh, shit, that's a big one. So over time, I realized yeah, huge. that there are people who just are unable to pay. Dr. Atik told ABC's Good Morning America. So my wife and I, as a family, we thought about it and looked at forgiving all the debt. We saw that we could do it, and then we just went ahead and did it. That's so nice. I know. So Dr. Atik, who was originally from Pakistan, founded the Arkansas Cancer Clinic in Pine Bluff in 1991, providing treatments including chemotherapy, radiation therapy, wow. CAT scans. He is now a professor at the University of <laughs> Arkansas for Medical Sciences. Cool. Um, yeah, we thought there was not a better time to do this than during a pandemic. That was, uh, you know, decimating homes, people's lives, and businesses of all of uh, uh, <coughs> businesses and all sorts of stuff. Doctor Tixet. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, six hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Your bills from about two hundred patients. Uh, and he just said, "Never that, mind." And that's so beautiful. Where it's like, you know, I'm guessing, you know, after doing uh, practicing medicine for thirty years, yeah, he probably is doing pretty well financially. He's going to be a professor, you know, so like they're doing okay. And that's just such a good example of like. Uh, how much how much more money do you really need versus how much good you can do by just letting it go? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in that particular situation. That's very really cool. that's really, really cool and inspiring. Yeah, it's very inspiring. It's great. I love it. Thank you, Hunter. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think about that a lot, actually. Because wow. I'm paying medical bills right now. Oh, yeah. like, please forget. Come on. Please come on, come on forget. I should just keep I should just send that to our local hospital. Like all the staff members just every day I'm shipping yeah. off the same article to them. Be like, come on. I mean, just read it at least. <laughs> Look at this. It's amazing. Look at, Look at this guy. Come on, do it. It's come not on. my fault, guys. Kill me. Come on. <laughs> right. Come on. Come on. Forgive me. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the to you from internet. Cool. Okay. The internet has all sorts of neat things. Anything you want can be yours. Let's take a peek together as a couple to you from internet. This sent our way by dummy Heather. And it's very simple. It's footballers with tits. What? You'll see. Oh, so it's different soccer players, uh, male soccer players, male soccer players huh? that uh, it has them painted onto cups and stuff mm-hmm. drawn with boobs, famous people, coaches, and they just are, they have boobs. Okay. Which I think is just so random. Now, is this raising money for something like it's breast so cancer? Funny. Uh, no, no. 
Not that I could find, man. Oh, what's the FAQ say? Nothing? This is just like they just sell... Sell titties. They just sell boob cups? Okay, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nope. No big, like, charity? Okay, because I, I fully expected that to be, like, big and maybe, banner. And maybe they do. But they don't advertise it. I, I, I couldn't find and it. And usually a place that does, that's, like, a huge part of their thing. All the proceeds. Right, exactly. 50% of the proceeds. And there's no mention of anything on that. This is just, like... <laughs> It's just they, footballers this, somebody, somebody has drawn some soccer players right. with some boobs. <laughs> and, again, and again, I say like male soccer, so just so you, for those of you listening, it's not like they're just taking like, you know, existing mm-hmm. female soccer players and like drawing what they think they look like naked. Right. They're just adding happening. boobs to the, the dude soccer players. Exactly. Exactly. And then I have one more thing for the two you from internet this week. Nice this, boobs, I might add. Yeah. Beautiful. There's some floppy ones though in there too. Like they have the older coaches <laughs> and they, they're, they're sagging. They're hurting. Which they might look like that anyway. That's pretty funny. That they made it age appropriate. They did. (laughs) This next one was actually sent my way by my mom. Really? Mm -hmm. Speaking of boobs. Speaking of boobs. Hey. (laughs) Uh, This is the website called Just Scream, and all you do is call and scream. It is. It was made by an elementary school teacher, who like 2020 was rough on everybody. Oh, you just scream out your frustrations. Yeah. So she made a, a hotline where you just call and then you just scream. You basically have the platform to do what you want. They've broken it down into recent screams. There's like people that leave uh, messages of hope. There's people that tell <laughs> jokes, but while screaming. Uh, no. Oh, like okay. You said like, oh, an option of, of different it. things you want to say. Scream. Okay, got it. Exactly. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you had to scream <laughs> like a joke. Things are gonna get better. I promise. <laughs> Hang in there. That's the guy who has to sprint everywhere, <laughs> and they just fucking <laughs> takes off after leaving that message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so the number and okay. at the time that we were recording this message, uh, I, unfortunately we can't call the number. Oh on yeah, air. yeah. Um, but if you go to justscream.baby, <laughs> that's where you can find it. And the, I'm sure the phone number will be listed once again. I do have it, so I'll give it to you right now. Dot baby. I love how anything can be an extension now. <laughs> right. One five six one five six seven eight four three one. And I will put this in the episode description. Uh, it's going to be back online February 1st. And again, we're recording this ahead of February 1st, so we don't know exactly what happened. But here's some new screams, just so you can hear. Okay. Uh, some recent know, screams? Yeah, what, what, people are, what people are screaming about here. That's a weak scream. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. That felt good. No, I, I bet that felt good. <laughs> that was a weird one. Solid. A lot of anger. Okay. This one takes a second. <laughs> just like, just like what's, random what's kids. Every, what's everyone doing? Hey, what's this one? What was that one? Like freaked out their phone. <laughs> that was alien contact. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that I guess thought that was super funny. That is. That's good. That's everyone's cool. just like, you know what? Fuck that year. And let's just, mm-hmm. let's just get just out scream it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear from some dummies. It's okay. time for junk mail. Junk mail. <laughs> It's junk mail. Just, just before we move on, just uh, I just my my read on something. I noticed we we transitioned for boob stuff to talk about your mom, and you seem yeah. to want to just keep going past that. You seem like not want to dwell there. I, Is that a fair assessment that you didn't want to stay in that situation? I just didn't know what to say about it. <laughs> so just to be clear, just so I'm clear, I you don't want to talk a lot about your mom's like you don't want to talk about your mom's boobs. I could. No, we'll have maybe, to. maybe another time, but it was it, not the time or the place. It was either move on or just sit here and stare at you. And so I chose move on. Fair. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, you like your mom's boobs? I could have been like, uh huh. 
And they just look. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our first piece of junk mail coming in from Dummy Morgan, who adds more to our potato gun talk from a oh, few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I said it with, with, with a lot of confidence because I was very sure that it, it, this did happen. Yeah. So he quoted from the episode. Okay. I guarantee you a squirrel has gone in a potato gun. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it has. So he writes, yep, I did it. <laughs> However, it was already dead. Important caveat. And, yeah, very important. So he found a dead squirrel. Found, found a dead squirrel. Mm-hmm. And I shot it at a thick oak tree, thinking that I actually had a good chance of the tail providing drag and making it <laughs> hit head first and do the gory version of the Looney Tunes accordion thing. <laughs> you see it. <laughs> I can picture it so uh-huh. perfectly. Uh, he said it didn't fly stable. It helicoptered sideways and uh. smacked the tree with its side. It was too bruised uh, up to eat afterwards. Yay, rural Missouri. <laughs> Swear I'm not a serial killer, Morgan. Okay. And I think, again, the important thing here is he once he once when he found the squirrel, it was already dead. Mm-hmm. And that's why he went ahead and threw it in the potato, potato gun, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty funny. Because <laughs> I, I feel like if it's already dead... Who cares? I mean, I, and I'm someone who's advocated for having uh, catapults at funerals. Maybe. Where you launch your, <laughs> your dead relatives fucking through the air, and if they make it a certain distance, you get a prize. Yeah. They have to hit the flaming pyre. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the bullseye. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the squirrel's uh, the, his, his ultimate dream. Yeah. Is he wanted to be a flying squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hey. It, re- it reminds me of uh, when Kyler Monroe, when their sense of humor started to shift more towards mine. Like okay. their, their sense of humors are so warped now. Mm-hmm. But I remember one of the incidents that really like, just made them laugh so hard. And it was like kind of like an introduction to darker humor. Okay. R- right after we moved to our house here in Coeur d'Alene, we're walking outside, uh, going for a little walk in the neighborhood. And there was a uh, a squirrel that had been run over on the side of the highway, right, or you know, side of the road right there. As, as it has. As they do, yes. Mm-hmm. yes as it happens yes, quite yes. often. And, you know, they were sad for a second, like, oh, my God, Dad, like, look at that that squirrel. Right. Like, uh, what happened there? And I just, without, like, you know, breaking character or whatever, I'm like, okay. oh, no, 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 he's not. That's, he's, that squirrel's fine. And they're like, no, Dad, he's dead. I'm like, no, he's just taking a nap. He's just sleeping. Sleep he'll sleep it off. He'll be, he'll be fine like a week or so. He won't be here in the morning, I promise. He wanted, a lot of times when they, when they rest, they get a little flat, and then they just kind of, like, rest themselves to get, like, you know, bulked out again, and then they're good. And, and and they were just like what and then they started laughing and then nobody got rid of that dead squirrel for I swear to god like a year and they kept getting flatter and flatter and then pretty soon the kids are like hey dad look at the squirrel it's still sleeping man it's taking a long nap and now whenever we to this day whenever we see roadkill like look at that guy taking a nap look at that guy taking a nap snoozy, snoozy goose mm-hmm. over here and it just takes it just takes the seriousness out of like the actual tragedy there and so that reminded me of like joking around with my kids uh-huh. where it's like it's just yeah it's sad you know whatever a little critter died mm-hmm. but also pretty funny to shoot it through the air with a fucking potato gun who, I hate who, the visual. Who loses in that situation? No, no, no. Nobody. No one. No. Nobody. Everyone wins. What, the fucking squirrels family are going to feel disrespected? <laughs> right. That was my dad. No, the squirrels don't think that way. No, they don't care. <laughs> Especially this one. <laughs> uh, this next piece of junk uh, mail coming yeah. in from an anonymous dummy. Yeah, They write, hi, Dan and Joe. I wanted to share a couple things with my fellow Ida homies. That's nice. Us. That's us. In a recent episode of Is Me Dumb, there was a football game with the fake fan noises. Do you remember that? Where they piped in the... Oh, ah! yes, yes, in the background. Guy scream. scream at the Denver game. Yep, yep. Guy screaming in a fake crowd for 30, sec- uh, 30 straight seconds. I immediately <laughs> thought of a video, and I hope you enjoy it. I have no idea what the context is, and I don't plan to find out because it's funnier with no backstory, in my humble opinion. Uh, so we're just going to take a peek at that video really quick before okay. we move on. Uh, Zach? Oh, good job, Zach. That was quick. <laughs> quick on the finger. Mm. Mm. So... 
Here you go. It's like a music video. Yes, sir. Lady on a cliff, whistling. What the fuck? Okay. And to the sky. <laughs> just a cowboy in the sky screaming. What? <laughs> just a dude in a cowboy hat screaming. <laughs> what is this? That's the most surreal music clip I've ever seen in my life. Because what I like about it is it starts off like new agey lady whistling. Uh-huh. And she's wearing her white gown. Very hippie. Very hippie. Peace. Mm-hmm, peace. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is just some, uh, you know, somebody who wanted to get into music who maybe owns a crystal shop or, you know, whatever. Right. Like that kind of world. Sure. And then that guy did not look like a musician at all. It just looked like. He figured out at some point that he could do that. Like he could scream that way. Yeah. It, but just the way he was dressed was so, it wasn't like, um, Pop star <laughs> rancher. It wasn't like a tech, what is that, a, a, a electronica sure. kind of like star, you know, yeah. cowboy guy. It was just like a dude who works at the fucking cattle supply shop. He's at the country store. He's down at the country store yeah. where you can get, you can get like, so, like some rattlesnake mm-hmm. boots. Mm-hmm. You can get some feed. Yeah, you can get like some sort of like uh, uh, some uh, like yeah. some rocks. He works in freight. He, <laughs> yeah, he makes sure the freight gets onto the shelves at the cattle supply store. Right. And every once in a while, he has a second job is where he jumps into fucking electronica tracks uh-huh. and screams. <laughs> Right. That was so weird. So funny. So funny. And I like it without no context either. Yeah, me too. I do. So the next thing I wanted to share is my experience with Cummins Law. And then oh, I have to ask, okay. like, do we need to come up with a new term for is we dumb? Since it's not, just keep, keep it, it Cummins it, Law. It, it, it could be dumb. Whatever. <laughs> same, same. It could be Dummies Law. I don't, know I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what it would be, though. Right. But I mean, it could be you, anything. You got dummied? Yeah, you got dumb, dumb in public? I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, so I've listened to all Bad Magic podcasts for a while now. Oh, thank you. So I've heard plenty of stories about people's experiences with Cummins Law. I also thought that Cummins Law only happened to people who are DUMB! It was all caps. And obviously would never happen to me. Yeah. Dear reader, I was so, so wrong. So this past weekend, I had to get an oil change. I was listening to Is We Dumb? I'm away to the shop. It was the most recent episode. I'm, this is a few weeks ago now. Yeah. I was listening to you guys discussing whether you'd rather make sexual moans before the start of a conversation. So you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How you doing? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Or have to use Morse code farts to communicate. <laughs> I had this blasting in my car, but since I'm no dummy, I made yeah. sure to turn off my sound system before pulling up to the shop. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't want to look like a big old moron in front of the big old tire people. Unfortunately, when they started my car to pull into the garage, the podcast began playing loudly. Due to my incredible intelligence and foresight to turn off my car radio, it did not blast in my car speakers. Okay. No, it just blasted super loudly from the phone speaker as I'm sitting in dead silent waiting area. With only a couple of employees and an old lady in there with me. It's nothing but the, you know, the sounds of us making fart noise, noises and laughing and swearing for a few long seconds. I was absolutely mortified. Uh, so there's my uh, awkward time and hopefully you give you guys a laugh. It did. Yep. Anyways, thanks for killing the entertainment industry. I won't apologize for the long email. Your show is great. Three out of five stars. Wouldn't change a thing. If you deign to share my story with your listeners, I'd rather stay anonymous. You did. But you can refer to, refer, you can refer to me as stupid fucking idiot. Okay. okay. Well, thank, well, thank you, stupid uh, fucking yeah, idiot. And now uh, I'll know, and my boyfriend will know, and it'll you know, be rad across the board. I love it. There you go, you big stupid fucking idiot. I do. I I love hearing those stories about know, clips so being funny. played out of context because mm-hmm. they're it would take so long to explain it to strangers, <laughs> and they wouldn't care. Like like they, they wouldn't even get like especially if somebody who doesn't understand podcasting, <laughs> yeah. like it'd just be pointless. So like you, <laughs> like today, 
if like it just popped through and and it's all you just heard a voice be like, I'm okay with uh, like shooting a squirrel, a dead squirrel out of a potato gun. Like that's all they heard. And you're like, uh. no, but they don't. They're, listen, they're not bad guys, and they're just a whole. There's a lengthy backstory. It goes back a couple episodes. Uh, they were talking about like, well, could you do it? And then now they did. No, okay, hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say this. And then they try to like they, they play it back. Let me just play the different little clip, and it's just me going like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'd leave my kids in that situation. Who, who fucking who gives a shit? Right, right. My son's they're a fucking pussy. Okay, hold on one second. Wait, no, no, no. no. That's out of context too. If you just go back a little, <laughs> this is so good. Uh, yeah, thanks you guys for sending those in. Yeah, thank you. And if you want to send in more stuff, you can always do that at dumb at iswedumb.com any of the segment content mm-hmm. and if you have any general questions info at iswedumb.com you ready to wrap this show up I'm ready episode 28 done done like it was nothing if I had the ability I would moonwalk out of this episode right now but I don't know how to do it <laughs> except I'm going out to edit so you have to recap Dan wow just sprint <laughs> thanks to Zach Cohen for creating some of, the, some of the custom music beds for the show thanks to Logan Keith Pumping out the best merch in the podcast game. You can find our threads at badmagicmerch.com and also at iswedumb.com. Hey, Zach Flannery. Boobies. You produced and direct the show, and thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I appreciate you as well. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at isbedumb, our private Facebook group, Dummies. Well over 3,000 now, and yes. it is funny in there. A lot of dad jokes, a lot of things that just don't fit anywhere else. Perfect. And they go right there. That's and, where they go. And thanks to Stoopy for having oh, yeah, a little Stoopy. name now. Welcome, buddy. Hey, Stoopy. Good to see you. All right, that's it. Keep on rating and reviewing our podcast wherever you can do such thing. Thank you. And it helps us get in the playlist, which helps grow the show, mm-hmm. which helps everybody. Hmm. Everybody so fucking, makes everybody happy. Help, help, help. Help, 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 help. Are you ready to, uh, to laugh? I'm ready. I think you will laugh on this one, too. I, you know what? I, and, and I have before the show, I, I said, I claimed, mm-hmm. which I do believe is true, that I had not laughed genuinely at dad jokes before. Mm-hmm. And I've heard some pretty good ones. <laughs> some pretty good ones. I've had genuine laughs already. All right. Let, let, let's get to it. Okay. Hey, you want to hear a joke? Wow. Made dad joke. This sent in by dummy Emily. Okay. Uh, well, she sent in a video link, and this was in the video link. Okay. So she didn't send the exact one, but thank you for putting me on the right path. <clears throat> my good friend just got a job doing circumcisions did i tell you that already no oh he said the money isn't that great but he gets to keep all the tips <laughs> <laughs> okay okay now i'm wondering if this is starting to warp my sense of humor and i'm just becoming more of a dad joke you go back out on the road oh, you no. hit the road and all my, your <laughs> it this literally ruins my stand-up career hey like hey guys one, <laughs> got some jokes for you hey, uh, my uh a <laughs> uh, friend of mine does circumcisions <laughs> And, he, uh, and, and, I, and I butcher him. A friend of mine does circumcisions, and um, he was like, hey, do you know what I do? And I was like, what? And he's like, I can keep the tips. <laughs> anyway, next joke. <laughs> he silence. said, just put my tips in the jar. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> Sorry, uh, let's move on. <laughs> that all be written down, though, too? Like, just shit. <laughs> all sweaty. Just trying to do one-liners. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> tough crowd. Tough, tough, tough crowd. <laughs> Bye, guys.
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now, I don't need to go to Mars, because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then, I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time.